Welcome to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for expats in the Middle East. Hosted by me, Christiana Maction, aka the Dubai Matchmaker. Hello and welcome back to the Dating in Dubai podcast with your host, Christiana Maction, aka the Dubai Matchmaker, now turning into Millionaire Matchmaker Dubai. <laughs> we have an amazing female guest today. Guests, please introduce yourself with your Dubai details. Hi everyone, my name is Kai and I'm originally from Hawaii, a fellow American here. I've been in Dubai for about seven years now and I am a sole purpose coach and a corporate welcome welding <laughs> consultant, um, yeah. meaning I help corporate professionals overcome anxiety, burnout, stress, and to live a more balanced and joyful life. Yeah, and you and I literally, we met for coffee, what, like five days ago yeah. and we said okay let's do it. corporate well-being consultant it's let's a mouthful it's a mouthful yeah yeah let's make ourselves stand out in exactly. the market and i love it because what you're doing you're, you're not just talking the talk you're walking the walk yeah so tell us one you do have a corporate job but like what was the journey for you yeah so i actually came out here seven years ago as a teacher mm -hmm. as well they put me out in the abu dhabi desert so oh my gosh we share so many parallels yeah <laughs> and obviously that's why we connect so well um mm -hmm. and then you know i just teaching wasn't really for me um mm -hmm. i think that was one of the reasons i came out here to kind of figure out who i am figure out my purpose and it's thought I was teaching but I kind of realized there were other things that I wanted to do more so wait I, I, sorry yeah. sorry to cut you off how did you go from Hawaii to Abu Dhabi oh that's a whole story okay <laughs> that one it was actually Hawaii New York okay. New York Madrid Madrid Texas Texas okay here we go UAE so I had okay. been figuring out where I want to be who I am what place I want to live in and all through education uh-huh. I was okay. teaching all over in those places, teaching English in Spain, teaching mm -hmm. in Texas. I was studying in New York, actually. So, okay. um, yeah, and then came out here. Okay. And then, so you left education or that, yeah, teaching. What do you do now? So, yeah, I do have a daytime corporate sales job where mm -hmm. I do actually, I still work with schools, but more on the sales and the training side. And mm -hmm. one of the key point turning points in my life is when I was, you know, out in the desert dealing with that adjusting there are a lot of things I hadn't dealt with personally and mm -hmm. they just kind of piled up and I started having anxiety attacks and panic attacks um, lots of health issues related to your gut I had low energy um, and that's when I kind of was like I need to do something about this and got into holistic healing got into yoga got into wellness and since then I've started using those practices in my daily life and I'm just like all over the place now. I have so much energy and it's so amazing to be able to do so much now because I'm taking care of myself. And that's what I also want to help and support others with. I love this. And I mean, like, did you hit like a rock bottom or was that really was like the catalyst to changing your lifestyle? Yeah, I did. I remember when I was teaching, one of my things coming out here was to travel. And I went to Bali, of course, you know, I mm -hmm. went there. And when I came back, I found out I was being fired from this teaching job just one year in. So I was here mm -hmm. out in the desert alone. Well, I had my two cats <laughs> and then I'm fired from this job. Of course, freaking out, like, what am I going to do? I wanted to but, be here. But the thing is that people don't know is that when you do get, get let go in education, you still have months to still work and live there and 
thrive i guess in like a weird way but yeah yeah it was but it was may so it was like ending okay, towards the summer. Okay, the summer too, at least it wasn't january yeah sometimes people get the contract cut in january and then they're like okay and i gotta work here seven more months yeah. what yeah <laughs> yeah so so that was just a whole lot because i thought i just moved here i'm settling in and they're like no and then luckily i did find another job in alain which okay. is Oh, it was a step up Which from the is, desert. Which is, for those who don't know, it's a, just a different emirate in the UAE. But yeah. 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 And then, yeah, from there, got another teaching job in Dubai and then got an opportunity via LinkedIn of random message if I wanted to work on the other side or the more corporate side of education. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, why not? And what I love, though, is like you and I have had this conversation. You love your job. I do. I do love yes. my job. I do. Yeah, you absolutely love your job. But I think it's I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's because you have been able to find this balance and kind of like your purpose in it. Absolutely. It is absolutely about balance because in my job, I have like this like fiery energy, ambition, drive, go, go, go. But when I'm outside of work, I'm like chilling. I'm doing yoga, yin mm-hmm. yoga, which is relaxing with my crystals, my samples, just chilling. So for me, finding that balance has just made me like so much happier, both professionally and personally mm-hmm. all over overall. Well, let's get into personal. Yeah. <laughs> Are you single, in a relationship, married, children? Tell us. I am. I am recently engaged. So yeah, very taken. (laughs) I love it. And when did you meet this partner? I met him here in Dubai. So um, yes, there are good guys out there. I I promise I got one and you only need one, right? Yeah. (laughs) But tell me about that. Like, obviously, you just spoke about your like lowest lows, Mm -hmm. Abu Dhabi, Alain, you come to Dubai. Were you still in that low or had you reached like a high or were you on like the uplift to that high when you met this partner? So that's another story. Also, when I came to Dubai, I was on the in an on again, off again relationship. It mm-hmm. was long distance. So when I came here, you know, again, in a relationship on and off for three months here, off six months here, it was just mm-hmm. unhealthy. It was all over the place. He was in Europe. I, I was, was here. Okay. Um, and I thought we were coming here together to try and, you know, live and start our life here because we were he was from europe i was from us so this is kind of like a neutral yeah um he tried to come out here he couldn't find a job and then it just i think it dragged on longer than it should because Mm. we just didn't want to let go but we both knew we wanted different things for ourselves so in the midst of all those things happening i was also dealing with this like breakup ish situ relationships Mm. i don't know that weird going back to the ex thing yeah yeah Okay, and then, so how did you meet your now partner? Yeah, so, and then I, like you actually asked, is when I met him, I was definitely in a much better headspace. I was kind of in that coming up period. I was more, I remember I had, it was weird because I had just ended it for the final time with Mm -hmm. my ex and I was fully 100%, no, um, this is not going to work because we had that cycle. And honestly, two months later on my birthday, I went out and that's when I went my current you partner. You met in the wild. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the, like really wild. Like, you know, Lock, Stock and Barrel and TCOM? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That oh, one, gosh. The original I one. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, let's back that up. Yeah. I, I like what you said in terms of you had completely shut this door on the other person. Yep. What did you do in shutting the door? Was it something like a realization you had or you were done with the tired back and forth? Or like what, what was that, I guess? pinnacle moment that you were like i am shutting the door why okay so this is i'm very spiritual and all into the universe and stuff so for some of you you might be like Ooh, but some of you might get it um 
in the back of my head, I'd always know this wasn't the relationship for me, but mm-hmm. I had a friend who was like, oh, you should see the psychic. And I wasn't really open to it, but they just introduced me. I love psychics, me. by the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. obsessed. Yeah, I, don't they, care. I don't care like how cool. hokey it sounds or crystals or saging. I sage myself all the time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so when she met me and like, to be honest, anytime I have a appointment or a session with a clairvoyant, they don't tell me things I don't already know. Like I already mm-hmm. know this. It's just like they say it out loud, the things that I don't want to say. Mm. So in that session... She said it out loud. He's not the one for you. And it's like, I don't know, my subconscious, everything was like, finally, click, someone yeah. said it out loud because I couldn't. And yeah. I kid you not, like an hour later, I called him on the phone and I ended it. And it was, it, I felt sad for him. But at the same time, I do his like 100% no. And I was like, 100% like done. Like, I, yeah. I have to tell you a really, really amazing, cool story. So one of my very good girlfriends who I actually met through teaching in Abu Dhabi. She she doesn't live in uh, UAE just yet. I'm trying to get her here. But um, anyway, she, she had this on again, off again, kind of like relationship, friendship thing. It was more of like she's like a mothership and he was just taking, taking, taking from her. So anyway, she had gone through a very like spiritual healing kind of um, period of time. And she had seen somebody who said something similar along the same lines. And she had done the same thing, literally called the person maybe like an hour later or whatever. And when she made those statements out loud and said, I need to end this, I need to cut this off. She said that she physically heard a like release from her. Did you have a similar experience? I felt this massive weight come off of me, off mm-hmm. of my shoulders. Like mm-hmm. I literally felt like this weight or like energy just like left me and it felt like good. It wasn't like a sad, it was like a... Oof. Yeah, just like like kind of like what you were saying. Yeah. yeah, and I'm getting goosebumps now because I, I I remember that sensation. <laughs> it was a physical weight off my shoulders. I finally dropped this bag that I was carrying for like almost yeah. five years. Wow, yeah. five years. Yeah. Okay, so then you shut the door on this person. Mm-hmm. Were you then? Were you like, I'm now gonna date other people? You were like, I'm gonna date myself. What did you do after that? Well, I mean, one thing about me is I've always been pretty independent. And because it was a long distance relationship, I was always dating myself. <laughs> and okay, I still good. I still date myself. I you still go be. to the movies by myself. I still yeah. go to coffee dates and breakfasts by myself. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. And but yeah, when I got single, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm free. Like and I'm in Dubai and I'm young and I'm single. And yeah. and yeah, I I went right into the wild, like I guess you would say. Yeah. yeah. Did you hop on an app? Did you just go out more? What did you do? I did try Tinder for a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but I I prefer the in-person stuff because yeah. I'm really like the vibe, the energy. I can always feel like if I'm vibing with them and also on the app, like I was like, if they don't make plans to meet with me in three days, I'm over it. That That's similar, yeah, to what I say. Um. I, I do think, though, also because you are very spiritual, you're very in tune with yourself, you have a very strong intuition, I bet. Yeah. So when you meet somebody, you either know yes or no. I, and that's the funny story is, yeah, with my partner. It's oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> so did you date a lot? I, I don't, I tried a lot. I dated okay. a lot. Yeah, I guess. You, you, yeah. You put yourself out I there. I put myself out there. You put yourself out there. You had good times, bad times. What was it like for you? Look, I, I'm a first, like, if I don't feel it with someone, I'm like, bye. But I had a lot of first dates. Yeah. Nothing wrong with anyone. Just I didn't feel it. So I just didn't make any intention to see them again. So That's lots okay. of first, a few second dates. But really, if I don't feel it with someone, I'm not going <laughs> to continue yeah, anymore yeah. yeah why would you yeah okay and then so now this is two months after it's yeah. your birthday did you plan to go out with like girlfriends guy friends what was the setting 
Uh, such a du- Dubai typical birthday. I I was like, I got a yacht, and then yeah. me and my friends. It was just a bunch of girls, uh, us on a like some of our guy friends, but total like brothers, not like anything. Like, yeah. And we had like the time of our life the whole day and out on the yacht you know, swimming and jumping off. And then when I came home, I was like, guys, it was an amazing birthday. Let me go to bed. They're like, no, it's your birthday. You need to go out. You need to go out. (gasps) And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, fine. And like, we kept hopping and like, it's funny because Dubai, like when you go out, there's always like a hot spot, but it changes. So like, yes, like it was like, what is the hot spot now or tonight? So we like went to three, four different bars and everyone was dead. And then finally, like, okay, let's just go to Lockstock because Lockstock's mm-hmm. always a good time back back in back in the day. And then we went to Lockstock, and yeah, there was people party. A vibe, yeah. yeah, there was a vibe exactly. Um, wait, which year was this? So this was five and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah. So 2017. Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. So so you go. You walk in. You're with your friends. You're on a high vibe. What happens next? Yeah. So I'm just around and and having having a good time. And then um, I remember there were like people dancing. It was so cool. They had like a dance battle, and I was a watching. Dance battle. Yeah, I know. I was, and we were just watching the dance battle. And then this guy started talking to me, and it was so loud. Mm-hmm. And he has this like super thick Italian accent, and he kept saying stuff. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What? what and Mm -hmm. and and at at some point he just kind of was like she's not getting it Mm -hmm. and then another guy tried to hit on me and I was like "Mm -mm, mm -mm." and I pretended that guy was my boyfriend and I put his arm around me and then that was my partner and then we actually went to the bar and we I was like oh thank you and I was like thank you for being my pretend boyfriend and he Mm -hmm. was like no let's talk now and then we went to the bar yeah and we just talked literally the whole night like wow. the, the the bar closed my friends I remember I like felt like I blinked and then my friends were like giving me my bag and like it's time to go I was like why they're like because the bar is closing like, yeah. yeah wow so you had this I would say connection with him yeah definitely. from from the beginning yeah yeah so what happens the bar closes what now and uh, we go home not we go home separately separately <laughs> Okay, I mean, like, did you exchange numbers? What happened? Oh my gosh, yeah. He, no, he asked me for my Instagram, so we exchanged okay. Instagram. Wow, even five years ago. Yeah. So advanced. Um, <laughs> exactly, but then we, we were chatting, and he he was leaving to Sri Lanka that following weekend, so he's mm-hmm. like, let's meet up on Tuesday for some drinks, and look, I, I even though I vibed with him, I was, like, just out of a breakup. I wasn't trying to get into a serious relationship, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't really take it like, oh, I need to... And I remember that day on Tuesday we're supposed to meet. I was like, I had plans with other friends and I was like, I'm going to go there and then I'm going to meet him. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of latest to meeting him. And I, yeah, so I wasn't like in the headspace like, oh, I want to be with him. It was, mm-hmm. I just enjoyed his company a lot. Yeah. Okay. And tell us more about like the progression yeah. of the relationships. Like, were you seeing each other quite often or not? Once a month, once a week, what happened? Yeah, and so the thing is, so he then he left for Sri Lanka for a week, and I remember saying, oh, he's just going to forget about me because he's going to go surfing, and, like, he texted me every day, and I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's, I like that, because, you know, I think it's important when they're consistent, mm-hmm. but my head was like, you just got out of a relationship, don't do anything serious. Okay. But my heart and my gut, like, they knew he was the one, but I kept resisting, like, Did resisting. You? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And resisting in in the form of not communicating with him or not no no we were I was communicating because okay. I just I loved hanging out with him we had so much fun together we did 
went to the beach and just sat and watched sunsets and did nothing sometimes and hours would pass but more in the sense of like I could tell he was trying to push for something more serious with like the boyfriend girlfriend conversation and I remember always like like dodging it or pushing it away um but then the summer was coming up and every summer I would go home to Hawaii for like a month and he Mm. would go home to Italy for like a month and I was like oh it's gonna fizzle out we're gonna in the summer we're just gonna go our separate ways and then I'm gonna fizz out because my head again not in the headspace to like be in another serious relationship mm-hmm. um and then so it's like oh yeah go out you go home I go home see you when I get back he's like no why don't you come to Italy with me and I was like no wow but then I okay. did <laughs> well you know what I think happens all the time right it's like you plan God laughs that's universe exactly. laughs that's exactly. and um what's really interesting to me and I say this all the time you or at least in my personal experience a lot of experiences that other people have is that you connect with somebody when you're not forcing or looking for that connection it just happens to come when you're at a place or space in your in your life and yourself where you feel elevated absolutely 100 100 And, and that's when you attract like the right person for you absolutely so then how many months was it when he asked you to come to italy two months <laughs> that's okay yeah it's two months literally like i i was in a relationship where gosh like we had met each other for like a couple days he was back 10 days later and then we spent six weeks together like crazy stuff so i think that it happens like the way that it should for you guys yeah okay so you went to italy and and, and then again <laughs> he pushed the boyfriend girlfriend talk i was like no no i'm not ready but like mm-hmm. mind you i was not at all talking to any other guys like i was yeah. not entertaining there was zero interest but i just like couldn't again like in my head put put myself in a serious relationship it was my my head stopping it and then I left Italy and then I was going home to Hawaii he's like okay I'm gonna come visit you in Hawaii he's like ha 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 sure because it's a far flight it's really far it's far I'm I'm from New York and I've never been to Hawaii and that's way closer (laughs) yeah yeah but it's still far it's like 10 hours from New York um Mm -hmm. and so then I went home and like a week later he's like okay I'm coming I was like mahaha and then he sent me a ticket I was like oh oh wow and when I go home to Hawaii, I stay with my parents. So, like, mm-hmm. he has to meet the parents, you know? I love it, though. Yeah. And then, yeah, he came. And then I was like, I remember we had that time of our life. Like, mm-hmm. he likes to surf. and. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So then um, that was, like, within the first few months. When you come back to Dubai, what happens? Yeah. Well, well, before Hawaii, I remember this is, like, this, like, light bulb moment went in my head. I was out with some girlfriends and I was telling them, oh, I went to Italy to see my and I couldn't say the word friend because he wasn't just a friend anymore. Yeah. So in that moment, I was like, he's not my friend because I really, really cared about him. I was like, he's my boyfriend. And then oh, wow. and then I called him. I was like, hey, so um, now I'm telling people. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> remember that talk that you've been wanting to have? Yeah, this yeah. is it. Yeah, it's it. It's actually, yeah, I feel it because mm-hmm. I don't know for me that boyfriend term, it's, it's a feeling. It's like I need to care about a person to a certain level and it's mm-hmm. like in that moment I realized yeah I do care about him I like just got out of my head and into my heart I think yeah I love it and then so you're back here in Dubai you guys are now boyfriend girlfriend that was in 2017 yeah what has happened since then what has transpired then I remember yeah so we 2017 we're you know still in that honeymoon phase Mm -hmm. we moved in together a little while ago everything was nice 2020 hits Here's the pandemic. How did that go for your relationship? Wait, so you you two were living together? Yeah, we were living together. And during that time, I was in between jobs. That's when I kind of left teaching and I was moving into that new job. But still, it was 
it kind of n- not sure. So we were, mm-hmm. I kind of downsized, which was fine. But then the pandemic happened and we're like in this one bedroom and we have three cats and okay. um, like it's, we're both. Do you have two bathrooms? Yes. Okay. Well, at least, at least you had that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're both very independent people and we mm. both very much like our alone time in our own space. Um, and we're just like on top of each other, like working and he's over there and I'm on a call and then he's over here and, yeah. and, and it, I, it was not easy. And I think we fought, no, we did fight a light a lot. And it got to the point where, like, we were fighting so much. I was like, we need to do something. Mm -hmm. And we, it's like two people, we love each other so much, but we're like, we're just fighting. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And, and I remember I was like, you know, obviously I'm into all of the wellness, different well being stuff. So I, therapy for me is, I I always think of it as something to help me. It's not like, oh, there's something wrong. Now you go to therapy. No, therapy is going to help, you know, strengthen you like emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so, I pulled up that conversation. He was very, very resistant. And couples therapy. Yeah, couples therapy. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but finally, I got him on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we're just going to do five sessions. And I was like, mm, that's not really how it works, but okay. Yeah. Um, but then I did appreciate it because we both took time. Also, another thing is when you come to therapists, and you need to find someone who fits you. And, you, yeah. and we're two different people. So we w- tried out a few different therapists and finally... I love this that we that found you went someone. through that journey because yeah. I think that... Um, okay, well, sorry. Let me ask this question first. So this was obviously online therapy, like th- yeah. like through Zoom. Yeah, okay. she was here in Dubai. But she was here in Dubai. Yeah. Okay, yeah. This, this is what I wanted to know because I think that with um, 2022 and being able to... You have access to so many different opportunities and options. It's important to find the right option for you and your partner in couples ther- therapy because and you correct me if i'm wrong if you don't find the right person the right therapist and you might feel like this therapist might be siding quote unquote siding with the other person more than you and then there's a lot of resentment held in there tell us more about like that kind of yeah situation. you're absolutely right you need to find that therapist who can communicate in your language and in their language and mm-hmm. it's weird he wanted a more nurturing therapist and i wanted mm-hmm. a more like stronger direct, yeah okay. direct which is opposite you know but um mm-hmm. and we found this amazing woman and yeah we she was able to kind of give us both what we needed okay and the thing is the th- about therapy from what we learned is that we learned that we are, love each other very much but no one ever taught us how to communicate our feelings mm-hmm. in a you know mature way like and that's all we learned in therapy we learned how to communicate with one another when we're upset and we learned that the fight over the dishwasher isn't actually the dishwasher it's the trigger from your yeah. past and and now it's just it's helped us so much it's given us so many tools and like our relationship our love has grown and evolved like so it's so deep and it's mm-hmm. so like i because we trust each other and because we know how to communicate with each other yeah it's like i feel like every couple before you get married do couples therapy because it saves so much it saves so mm-hmm. much in the long run i love this and in terms of communication do you think that the communication or could you dial it down to you're from two different parts of the world Oh, absolutely. I okay. thought I thought mm-hmm. that, you know, because he's Western European Italy and mm-hmm. I'm American that like there's no cultural clash. There's there's a lot of culture. There's yeah. a lot more than I thought. Okay. So another thing was, yeah, the, the culture clash of his expectations of being Italian and mine of being American and the way we were raised. So that was love this. Yeah. we had to learn each other's. We're not attacking each other. It's just like 
I was raised this way. You were raised this way. Let's figure out a solution yeah. more. Yeah. Like, like moving forward in like a mutual agreed upon way. Yeah. Is that, us- is that how it goes? Yeah. Or I or now I understand and I recognize that. Mm-hmm. And now let's create something for us. Like let's create I our own. Okay. Let's create our own traditions. Let's create our own routines. But mm-hmm. again, we always are going back to acknowledging um, like my past and his past because it's important. That's the biggest thing I think I learned from therapy is, mm-hmm. is acknowledging someone not apologizing for their behavior but like i acknowledge your feelings okay and Mm -hmm. that 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 game changer for me okay that that's really interesting because i think a lot of people think that if if you're going to couples therapy there oh it's because there's a problem no and but obviously it it was like the initial yeah kind of spark where you were like this might be a good solution for us yeah but are you saying like it's a great solution for all couples yeah and that's also what my therapist our therapist she was so happy to come to her when we did because she's like mm-hmm. a lot of people wait till it's too late and yeah until it's completely you. broken yeah, right yeah. and you can't save it but we were in like the very beginning and so she i think she helped us lay a really really solid foundation so moving forward like we can withstand hurricanes and tornadoes yeah. or earthquakes <laughs> i love that and there's a Michelle Branch song. <laughs> this is so random. But there's a Michelle Branch song, and I cannot remember. Maybe it's Fools Like Me or something else. But basically, she talks about being in a relationship. And even though she sees the cracks, she stays until it completely shatters. Oh. And like, I'm not saying like, this reminds me of that. But I'm just <laughs> No, saying, I get it. I get it. I get um, it. I'm trying to make the connection yeah. that maybe people go to therapy after it shatters yes. instead of seeing the cracks yes absolutely no that's mm-hmm. a good that's a really good analogy <laughs> thank uh, you thank you for helping me get there <laughs> no no and I, I did not think at all it was about uh, um okay so then you did the therapy i know that you said your partner was like let's do five sessions yeah was it five sessions it was two years okay okay <laughs> yeah. that's it so two years this therapist obviously helped you gain yeah. a lot of tools techniques in order to communicate with one another yeah did love languages ever come up in this yeah. talk? And yes, uh-huh. and also attachment styles. Oh, love it. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's yeah, talk. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was in the that was like she gave I loved her. I love quizzes. I love forms. I love worksheets. And so she <laughs> gave us a bunch of these in the beginning to like mm-hmm. dive deep into our own um, love languages and attachment styles. And again, understanding like you don't have to be the same, you know? I 1000 percent agree with this. Yeah. I literally just wrote an article about this for the independent about the different what's the other whatever a uk paper i need to remember now <laughs> jeez i'm all over the place guys you are um but it was about love languages and that it does not need to be the copycat of your partner in yep. order for the relationship to work yep. so expand on that yeah so i'm i don't know if i can remember all of them but i know for mm-hmm. me it's um gifts it's physical touch and it's quality time okay and for him it's compliments and mm-hmm. it's also physical touch mm-hmm. so that and when i say gifts it's it's not like oh you have to buy me big expensive things no, like no 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 it, it's it's a consideration yeah. of a gift like the thoughtfulness yeah i i know i brought this up on the pod several several times but like going to a gas station and they go inside and get you gummy worms exactly. and you're like oh my god i love gummy worms exactly. like you know just like little things it's it, it is yeah. it's the little chocolate bars it's the flowers it's mm-hmm. the your favorite this mm-hmm. it's those little gifts that really like make my day so so yeah and understanding that part of our and I think that was also something in, in therapy we worked through because like I was like, I just want to spend time with you, but quality time, not us mm-hmm. sitting next to each other on our phones. That's not quality time. Mm-hmm. Like we're in the same room, but we're not. You're not connecting. No. So like we have like every Sunday after 2 p.m. is like our time. 
every week and I always say okay we're gonna have some deep conversations and and that's <laughs> my time during the because I, I like to talk about deep things but obviously mm-hmm. you know he works and he has things going on so I can't just be like what do you think about the universe at like yeah. you know like 7 a.m oh my um, gosh that's such I a funny question yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I go off. So at least mm-hmm. I know I have Sunday afternoons and we can talk about these different things. And I love his opinion. And the thing is, we we challenge each other. Yeah. And we're not like the same person. Like we disagree. But again, not in a fighting way. But like when I'm telling him something, he gives me a different point of view, which mm-hmm. I really actually appreciate. And in the beginning, that used to bother me a lot again because of but therapy. It makes me understand. Oh, now I can look at something differently. So I think mm-hmm. I personally, I've grown a lot because I have someone who challenges me, but in a very safe and, and nurturing way, not like a, I don't know, like a offensive way. Yeah. And then in therapy, did, did she like, when you guys did like the quiz and then you figured out your love languages, I think that it's great to know what your partner's love language is, but it's also great to know how that person shows love. So then you can recognize it when they are doing things for you. Is this something spoken about? Absolutely. Um, And for him, like, I'm not like, I love, I don't, I don't really like to cook, but for Mm -hmm. him, when I make something for him, it's like I've given him the world, you know? Okay. Like for him, that active, I think, active service, active service, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to food, he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. I feel like that's so Italian. It is, it is. (laughs) I I can't cook pasta because he's so particular, but I cook other things. Uh Um, And so I know if like once a week I cook a nice meal, he's like the happiest guy ever. So, Mm -hmm. so it's, yeah, it's important for you to understand how you show it. Versus yeah. like if I buy him stuff, he's like, I don't need stuff. He doesn't stuff. care. I don't need stuff. <laughs> but then it's also, I think it's a sign of being a, a good partner when you adjust yeah. too. Yeah. When you adjust and you go, okay, I know that this is going to make my partner feel so amazing. So then even if it's something that you normally wouldn't do or yeah. that isn't normally how you show love, you put in the effort to do so. Absolutely. Because then it, it means a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I had spoken about, about this before, but. I love giving gifts like that's the way that I show love or one of the ways that I show love. And I remember I was um, giving gifts to a former partner and they just did not care. Like there was no consi- like they were just like, OK, thanks. And I felt then terrible, but I didn't realize like that wasn't one of the ways he wanted to be loved. Exactly. And then it creates like this conflict and kind of tension where you're like, well, I'm not being appreciated. They're like, well, I, I never told you to give me gifts. So it's like this whole thing. Absolutely. And that's the thing is like when you give something to someone, they call it a bid or even like an uh. attention like like, oh, like, what do you think about this? That's a bid for attention. And when mm-hmm. you dismiss your partner, that partner then feels rejected. And then that can, you know. So now, again, it's those little bids, those things that we don't think are important. It's just just acknowledging like, oh, that's cool, but I'm busy. Can we talk about this later? Mm-hmm. And then we can come back to it when we have more time. It's That was another thing is understanding that yeah. I'm coming towards you. Please don't reject me. Even if you're busy, just, you know, tell me you're going to come back to me later. And, and that's helped us so much. You know, that's so funny. That just like brought something up in my brain. Like when you message some somebody or in like the dating phase, the talking phase. And like, I always hear this from people. They say, even if the other person is busy, like I understand people are busy, but they should communicate. I'm busy. Can I, can I reach out to you later? Yeah. yeah. And, and I hear that a lot yeah. when it comes to dating. And you mentioned attachment styles. Yeah. Okay. What did she talk about with that? So I I don't remember all of them, but I definitely know mine. Mm -hmm. I think there's anxious and there's avoidant and then there's some other things. There's a secure and then there's, yeah. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And and then there's combination. Yes. So So yeah, I am an avoidant. 
-hmm. So when I'm mad, I just shut off. I like, I disconnect. They call it stonewalling. Like I I retreat, I give him silent treatment. Not now, but I used to do silent treatment and and just ignore him. And that used to set him like that. I mean, it's hurtful to do that. So Mm -hmm. that used to really upset him. Um, I don't remember what this is, but I just, yeah. yeah, But yeah, so I would do that. And now I'm, I we we've come up to an agreement where if i'm upset i leave for like one hour mm-hmm. i get my alone time i get my relaxing Gather. time mm-hmm. i self-regulate i self-soothe and then i can come back and have the conversation again mm-hmm. so that's another thing is learning like you need time out but your time out can't be three days because that's yeah that's what i would do i would be mad for three days that's yeah. not healthy that's not healthy i love what you said the word agreement yeah because um i always bring this up on the pod about I really dislike the word compromise Mm -hmm. or sacrifice in a relationship Mm -hmm. because I think it comes with that negative innuendo that somebody is giving something up and that they've lost. Absolutely. And instead, I say that two people should come to an agreement or a solution to move forward in something. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And this is something that Miss Therapist, your savior. My my therapist (laughs) taught us. Yes. Yes. Perfect. So are you guys still seeing her or did you quote unquote graduate from therapy? Like what has happened? We we haven't seen her in a while. Um, Okay. And we do maybe once or twice every three or four months more like a maintenance okay. check like a check-in yeah quarterly check-in yeah yeah so <laughs> check the revenue stream yeah, exactly <laughs> um and it's funny now because he he was anti-therapy now he just tells all his friends you guys need to do therapy like oh, he is a guy wow. out there telling guys to do try therapy it's not what you think mm-hmm. again but that's when you find the right therapist so yeah that's something i there's making sure you find the right one for you how many did you guys i guess quote unquote interview before you found the right one three Okay, yeah. good. So like a solid amount. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then I guess like, I mean, please walk us through this. So you get a consultation. You say, hey, let's work this out. These are our problems. And how did you choose the right one? So, well, I obviously like we use the internet. I would, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to them. I would go, I would jump on a phone call with them or a quick 20, 30 minute Zoom call. And I mm-hmm. would like vibe with them. And I was like, oh, I like this one. Like, I think I might've seen four and he might've seen four on his own. But then mm-hmm. after we said, oh, I like this one, like then that therapist needs to talk to your partner. Okay. And then the partner needs to say, oh, I liked her or I didn't like her. Mm-hmm. So there were three that we had like shortlisted, I guess, where we okay. both talked to, but then yeah, there was, I didn't feel this one. I didn't feel this one. Um, so the one we actually did end up, we were both like, oh, she's great. Oh, I like what she says. And and okay. and we and I explained, I remember telling her, look, we've only been together for two years. We're mm-hmm. young. Um, is, should we even be doing therapy? And she's like, yeah. no, absolutely. This is perfect. Like, okay. I can help you guys. It doesn't have to be till it's too late because mm-hmm. that was something I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I like? Why? I bet I bet you were questioning yourself mm-hmm. in terms of like, is this the right guy if I have to go to therapy? Oh yeah, were you? Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh-huh. And then did he think that as well? He, I don't think he, I don't think he ever told me that. But okay. I'm sure that there would have been some <laughs> thoughts there of that. But okay, happy news, you guys are engaged. Yeah, yeah. How did it happen? Oh my god, it was so cute. Um, <laughs> so he's from Italy, and we went to May. We went to Cinque Terre in May. Mm-hmm. Um, but this past year, we've been talking about it. We've been talking about, you know, we're ready to, you know, start start our family together. Mm-hmm. Um, start, you know, and everything. So I knew like it would be coming ish because we had this kind of like agreement of like this is where we want to go. This is our timeline again. Yeah. Um, but I thought it would happen like in like August or July. Mm. But he told me. 
that in December he started looking for the ring and, and planning the <gasps> ring and so it is September now so like nine months ago and then yeah. he proposed five months after yeah that. in, in okay. May yeah yeah and um it was funny because I remember like in the time where he was looking for the ring I had no idea mm-hmm. like my mind is just like all over the place and it's funny because like yeah I'm intuitive but I had no idea I had no idea about this one and he did a good job of hiding it and so yeah, we were in Chingaterra and he remember, I remember we were, we went walking somewhere and we, there's like this beautiful lookout and it's called the Villa de Amore or the Road mm-hmm. of Love. And we walked up there and Aww. as soon as we walked to the top, bam, someone had proposed, like someone wow. else. <laughs> and he was like, no, they stole my, they stole my sunshine. <laughs> and then the whole time I was like, oh, let's the universe is calling he's mm-hmm. the universe is sending you signs like oh my gosh you so you, you were just clueless like, i was ah, clueless, ah, like joking yeah. and then the next day um we found a boat and you're like oh let's go on this boat and then we went on this boat and he was talking to the the guide in italian of course i had no idea and, and mm-hmm. he was telling him hey i'm gonna propose find this beautiful scenery for us to do it and i remember it was like against the rocks and he was like i i do the instagram girlfriend stuff where i'm like take my picture take my yeah. picture take my pictures from the back so i can be looking out at the ocean yeah so i was looking out away and and i was like take my picture and then i remember um yeah so i thought he was taking my picture and i was looking away i looked back one second i didn't see him i just yeah. saw the camera because the guy was filming and then i turned back and then i turned back again and then i saw him and there was just like a, a white light because oh wow on the ring and then i was like oh <gasps> And and then yeah, and then like always started crying and like where it's like it was so romantic and mm-hmm. he said he he didn't plan it. He was just waiting. He was carrying the the ring with wow. him the whole time. But we were in Italy for five days before, so he was yeah. just like waiting for that moment for to happen. Moment. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Good for yeah. you guys. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, did he consult your friends for the ring? Like, or he was like, I'm going to customize it. What did he do? He did customize it. And it's super simple, but I love crystals. So mm. on the inside of the crystals, he put my favorite crystal, which is amethyst, and yeah. his favorite crystal, which is black tourmaline, and then clear quartz to just amplify it. So even though the ring is super simple on the mm-hmm. inside, they have that personalization. And he I was working that. on it for like three three months and he was asking all of his friends and basically like everyone knew except me. He said yeah. he even called my dad and like, <gasps> like asked him for permission. <laughs> and, and my dad is so funny because like he told me my dad was like, did you do it yet? Did you do it every morning? Like the yeah. first thing my dad would do is like text him like, is it done? Is it done? Is mm-hmm. it done? um but yeah and and again like I wear crazy jewelry so I think he just wanted something simple and and I and makes sense with all the crazy other jewelry I wear so yeah he took four or five months designing it Mm -hmm. all of these things um another thing is he told me is the conflict-free diamond because Mm -hmm. I was you know like very into these types of ethical yeah and I was like oh Mm -hmm. you really remember these things well you said like love languages with the gifts right it's the consideration it's the thoughtfulness behind it exactly so all in all ladies you can find your guy in Dubai absolutely (laughs) absolutely absolutely so do you have any advice for dating in Dubai guys or gals yeah um I have a few like just Mm -hmm. don't waste your time if you're not feeling it just just go and like like I think we're talking about earlier when you say no to something the universe is saying yes and shouldn't you in the different direction where you're finding closer to that person and also it's so important to have that alone time so you get to know who you are and in that alone time when you know who you are you know what you like so you're not just like kind of passively like oh do I like him no you know because Mm -hmm. you've spent that time gotten to know yourself so 
yeah, yeah I definitely think getting to know yourself and just making sure you say no when you don't feel it I, I, I love that advice tell us though where can we find you on socials what can people call you for tell us so yeah you can find me on Instagram at Kai underscore wellbeing or my website Kai dash wellbeing um, and like I said I help people people a lot of women overcome anxiety burnout um, stress and learn to love themselves and also mm-hmm. find their purpose and balance in life so if any of that or crystals spirituality yeah hit me up and also i know that you're building your business now like with corporate well-being consultant yeah and like i mentioned before you are not just talking the talk you are walking the walk yeah. you are living breathing positivity in both your corporate job and your passion so good for you thank you i want to thank everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of dating in dubai and if you are still looking for solutions in your love life please 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 hit us up at www.christianamaction.com to either join our free database of elite vip net why can i see elite vip network of singles Ooh. Or to become a premium paying client. And we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of dating in Dubai. And if you are still looking for solutions in your love life, please visit us at www.christianamaction.com. We are in partnership with Millionaires Club. Yes, that is the Miss Patty Stanger and Sync Matchmaking, helping you find your ideal partner either in Dubai or globally. Follow us on socials at christiana.maction.matchmaker and we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai.